Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Successful Life Podcast is a space where you can hear stories from badass entrepreneurs and influencers that collectively have millions of listeners and followers. You get to hear their backstories and where they are currently. We discuss how precious your life is and crucial it is to live with a purpose and die knowing the person looking in the mirror today. This is the successful life. Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn, apply it to your life. It's your turn to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, two, one, let's go. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier, and today, folks, we're doing another solo episode why quite frankly i enjoy it i enjoy doing solo episodes and to be honest again my downloads go up so that's what really matters i guess as long as i'm reaching more people that's all that matters so look my name is my name is Corey barrier i am a sales ceo what does that mean that means that i work with small to medium-sized businesses that are frustrated right and so one of the things that I specialize in is the sales process. Why? Because it works. That's the first reason. Second reason, it's my sales process. It's what I go through when I take my customer or prospect at the time through the sales cycle, my sales cycle, right? So what does that mean? Um, well, the first thing that you need to understand is when you are contacting a prospect, whether it's cold, warm, hot, doesn't matter what, you have to, you, you know, you want to build a relationship with these people. Now, how do you build a relationship with somebody you don't know? Well, I'll tell you how I do it, is I find a commonality. So, for example, if I want to reach out to someone like Sean Whalen or Bradley, right, uh, to Two guys that uh, you know I've, I do have a relationship with, and are both great, great dudes. And so, how did I connect with them originally? Well, uh, through cigars, right? We connected through cigars. Both those guys like cigars. I like cigars. And so, you know, in order to reach out to somebody and connect with them on a human-to-human basis. You got to pay attention to what they do. You have to pay attention to what they like. You have to take note of the things that are important to them. And then you have to figure out what is important to them 
that's important to you. So then you can reach out and say, hey, Bradley, I love smoking tobacco cigars. Or Sean, I love smoking Fat Bottom Betty cigars, right? Now, that would work with Sean, but maybe not with Brad because Brad doesn't like that particular cigar, right? He likes different cigars than that. But it doesn't matter. It's the cigar. It's That's the talking point, and that's the commonality between myself and Sean Whalen and myself and Brad Lee, myself and a lot of people, actually. And so you have to build that relationship. And if you're – look, if you're doing it online – and and you don't you you haven't found a commonality yet. Start liking their shit. Start commenting on their shit. Start sharing their shit, because then they're gonna get to know who you are because you're sharing their shit. You're liking their shit. You're commenting on their shit. So you're you at that point will become relevant to your prospect before they even realize you're reaching out to them for that reason. So it's super important. To make sure also that that commonality is something that is important to both of you. And and absolutely don't reach out to someone with a fake commonality because that's – I mean like what do you – that's just stupid. Don't do that. Um, because look, at the end of the day, what's going to happen if you reach out to Bradley and you say, hey, Brad, I see you smoke cigars, man. I love some cigars. And he says, well, what's your favorite? And you say, oh, it's a black and mild. Oh, Nothing against black and milds, but you and I both know you buy them at the gas station and they're cheap as shit. So is that, I mean, would we have that much of a commonality in place? Probably not in that scenario because we, because it's not the same, right? It's not the same type of cigar. Anyway, the point is, is that if you reach out to someone and you try, you try to connect with them with something you know nothing about, it's going to catch up with you because eventually you're going to get into a conversation with him about that thing. And right now since we're talking about cigars, it, you know, back to the black and mild example, like it just would not, it wouldn't work. Right. It just wouldn't, it would not work. So you just want to make sure that commonality is something that you can speak about, something you have experience with. And if you don't have any experience with anything that person does or has, then Figure out, figure out something that you can experience so you can talk to them about it. Here's an example, right? So if you think about uh, reaching out to – I'm just trying to think of a, an influencer that I've reached out to that I had no commonality with. Well, I'll give you a great example, and I won't give you the name, but I did. I, so a guy actually reached out to me uh, to be on my podcast, and – I didn't have any commonality with him, and this was before I was really screening people to the degree that I do at this point. And so there was an absolute political and cultural – not cultural really, but I, I, not really cultural. It's more political, right? It was just a very different political view than myself. And so we didn't dive super deep into it. But he shared his opinion, which he has his right to do that. Now, keep in mind, I have my right to not put the podcast out, which is exactly what I did. And so, you know, if it doesn't make sense to try to align with somebody that you're not aligned with, 
fuck, there's a million people out there. Align with somebody that aligns with you. And and if you can't find a commonality, then they're probably not your fucking people anyway. I mean, think about that. Think about me trying to align with someone who is massively for the vaccine, right? Or massively for what's going on in our country right now. And they believe that COVID-19 is real and that, and they believe that it's killing everybody. And they believe that all the bullshit that we hear on the news, I'm not going to, I'm not going to align with that because I don't believe that. And if, you know, if you're listening to this and and that's you, don't ask to be on my podcast because guess what? Just like the last guy, I didn't publish it because it was dog shit. Why? Because my audience does not give a damn about your positive responses about the pandemic. Not positive in a way that, oh, yes, everything's going to hell in a handbasket, cover your face, blah, 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 could go on for three days, and I'm not going to do that. So um, so that's what you got to do. That first step of the sales process is you got to build a relationship with your customer, with your client, your prospect. And that takes time. It's not an overnight fix. So anyway, the next step is you, you want to have an upfront agreement, right? And what I mean by this, it's not a written agreement. It's not, um, you know, it's not, it's, a, it's, a, it's, you're just setting how the rest of the meeting's going to go. You're just setting the stage, so to speak. So I'll just give you one quick example. You know, you, you have to tell your customer at the end of this, we're going to talk about the budget. We're going to talk about how much money. This is going to cost, or what the investment is, not cost you. I almost screwed that up. No, you don't ever want to say how much it's going to cost you. But you want to talk about the budget and that what that investment is going to look like at the end of the call, right? You're going to tell them, hey, we're going to talk about this uncomfortable thing. So the third step is you want to find out what their pain points are. What is it? Why you're talking to them? And look, majority of the time, you think you're talking to them I think I'm talking to them because they have a sales problem. But the reality is, usually they don't have a sales problem. Usually it's a leadership problem. Or you or yeah, so most most of the time it's a leadership problem. Why? Because, well, let's just think about it like this. If you're the leader and your sales team's sucking, you probably don't think it's you. And I covered this in my last podcast, and I won't go into super great detail because there's no point. Now, the fourth step is what I mentioned in the second step, which is the budget. You got to talk about the fucking money, dude. Like you've got, you have to ask for the sale. You've got to talk about how much the budget is going to be for this investment. If you don't, and look, as a consultant, if I go in and I start talking to a prospect and I don't tell them what the project's going to cost, how the hell are they going to pay me? How and why am I even on the phone with them if I don't tell them the price? That's stupid. If you get on a sales call with me, you know we're going to talk about how much the investment is. That's all there is to it. There's no question in your mind, and there should be no question in my mind. But here's what we do. You know, as salespeople, we buy fears. We don't want to ask for the sale because we're afraid of the answer. So what does that tell me if you're afraid to ask for the money? That means you 
didn't do a good enough job in your sales process to close the deal. So if you didn't do a good enough uh, a good enough job in the sales process to close the deal, you don't deserve to get the deal. So you know, and if you don't ask for the money, you don't deserve to get the deal. So look, it's so important. I mean. And and listen, it's not always the leader. It's not always just the salespeople. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it could be either or both, all of the above. Hell, it could be that your your uh, call center is fucking up the call, and it doesn't even get uh, dispatched the right way to your team. Right? I mean, you got to think about these things. And I don't know all the answers, but. I'll, I figure it out once I get there. I can't come in with all the answers. I mean, I have all the answers in the back of my brain at some point, but I don't know your specific – until I understand your specific problem, your specific pain point, I can't solve that. And if you don't tell me what that is, or I can't, how am I supposed to fix it? If you lie to me and say, yeah, dude, like – yeah, I do sales meetings once a week, and we re we role play, and we make sure that the guys are completely equipped to go out and do their thing. And and you're not doing those things. Well, I mean, how do you expect me to come in and fix that if I don't know the problem? This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork or boost revenue, Housecall Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. To learn more, click the link in the show notes. Yeah. Can't come in and fix it if I don't know the problem. So the last dude you want to lie to is your damn consultant because he's there to help you, right? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I don't really run into this a whole lot, to be honest with you. Um, I know people that do, but I'm pretty damn transparent and I'm pretty open about, I'm here to help you, dude. Like, I'm here to help you. And you're paying me a lot of money to come in and help you. So I would recommend that you listen to what I'm saying and, and take action on the things that I'm suggesting. Because I wouldn't suggest them if I didn't think it was going to make your business better. Better yet, I wouldn't suggest them if I didn't know it was going to make your business better. Because that would be really fucking stupid on my part now, wouldn't it? Because look, if I suggest something to you and it doesn't work, well, that looks bad on me. I'm not going to do that. So uh, you always – look, the next step uh, past the pain points is you want to make sure – I'm sorry, past the budget step is you want to make sure that you're talking to the right person. Are you talking to the person that makes the decision? Because look. There's lots of times you have to go through someone before you get to the decision maker. And guess what? You need to make sure you build a relationship with that person too. And if you're going in and you know you're meeting with the account executive before you get to the decision maker, then you've got to wow the account executive because that's your filter. They're, they're called gatekeepers for a reason. They keep you out of the – they keep you away from the person making the decision. Why? Because that person is valuable. Their time is valuable. 
And if you get pissed off because you have to go through a gatekeeper, well, that's on you. Because you clearly are not that busy, if that is the case. Because I know for me, Jesus, I'd love to have somebody to field all of my calls. Well, I'm not quite big enough yet to make that happen. So, But we are growing, I'll tell you that. Um, so you always want to make sure that you're talking to the decision maker. Because if you're not, then you need to know that. Because look, maybe you're pitching somebody that's not really supposed to be being pitched. And they act like they know, they act like they can make the decision, they act like they're, you know, the person in charge, but they're not. And now, look, you're going to run up against this, because people in that lower position, so to speak, compared to the CEO, it, lots of times there's an ego there. Lots of times there's a, you know, there's a, there's a reason why they or, you know, that there's a reason why there actually isn't a reason why there it's just ego. It's just ego. And it's, you know, who knows, maybe they didn't get laid last night or whatever the case may be. Um, so you always want to make sure that you're speaking to the person that can write you a check, swipe their card or give you money. Because if you're not, you might be wasting your time. Now, the only time, again, that you wouldn't be wasting your time is if you're speaking to the gatekeeper that you have no choice but to go through. Now, there are ways around the gatekeeper, even if there's a gatekeeper. And this is, you know, I have multiple different ways to get around gatekeepers. And I'm not going to get into all that today. But, you know, one of the ways, I'll just tell you, one of them is I, you know, I have access to pretty high, highly targeted leads. And it gives me the information of the owners. It gives me the information of the people that do make the decision. So that way I can go straight to the source and not and bypass the gatekeeper or bypass the receptionist or bypass the assistant or by whoever it is. Doesn't matter. So always make sure you're speaking to the person that can make the decision, right? And then your next step is is you've got to you want you want to fulfill what you say you're going to do right and what i mean by that in this step is that you go back through and you say all right mr customer you know you mentioned that your sales team sucks you mentioned that you're doing a fabulous job and it's not your fault and you also mentioned that your numbers are down by 45% since last year and you don't know why other than your sales team sucks am i understanding that mr customer Yes, you are understanding that. Great. So what's going to happen next, Mr. Cuthbert, is this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take my fee. And then we're going we're gonna to work on all these things that I just listed. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to make this process better. I'm going to show you how to make your guys not stuck. I'm going to show you all the things that we've discussed in our previous conversation. And so if you go back through those things and you bring up those pain points, well, sir, you, I just want to make sure I understand. You said your salespeople suck, right? Yep. Well, do you, how do you, how do you speak to your salespeople? Oh man, I let them, I let them fucking have it. Oh, okay. What that, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, you're that great leader that you said you were. You're really not that great of a leader. You just bark orders. 
So that's part of the problem. Now, you wouldn't necessarily say that right then because you haven't been paid yet, but you do want to make sure that you know you, you have a clear understanding of what has been talked about in that meeting and what you're going to do to move forward and the results they're going to get and the time frame they're going to get them because you have to make sure that they understand what you understand and you want to make sure they understand what you understand. So it's a two-way street. And this is the step where you hash out all those things. You iron out all those details. And you make sure everybody's on the same page. Next steps, previous steps, all those things. And then the last part of this is the post-sale. Now, what do I mean by post-sale? That means after you've swiped the credit card, after you've laid out the steps, you want to do a couple of things. One, you want to make sure that you you make you want to make sure that the next step, which is the next meeting, is established. The time is established, the day is established. And then you want to say, Mr. Customer, look, I just want to make sure. There's absolutely nothing that's going to stand in the way of this meeting on Monday, July the whatever, 12th, whatever, I don't even know what today is, but it, you understand the point. And, and you get hard, no, you get those hard time frames. you get those, uh, and you just want to make sure that you're, you want to make sure that you don't get a three-day right of rescission cancellation, right? You don't want to get back to your, if you're out on a sales call and you close the deal, you want to make sure that when you get back to your office, get back to your house, wherever, that you don't have a voicemail waiting saying, well, Corey decided we're going to not move forward as of right now. We're going to need a refund. And you just need to say that. Look, John, you know, you don't seem like the kind of guy that would do this, but I just want to make sure. I want to make sure we're on the same page with everything that we've talked about and John, I don't want to get a call from my office saying you're going to cancel. John, you wouldn't do that, would you? No, Corey, definitely not. Great. Now you have a verbal agreement. Now John, not once, not twice, probably 10 times, but he's agreed. He has agreed to what is happening moving forward. Now, John, listen. I'm sure you know other businesses that need either leads or sales coaching, which are the two things that I provide. And I'm not asking you for your competitor, but I guarantee you know other business owners because you're in different networks just like me. And I know you can think of somebody that also needs my services. So um, if I could get you to go ahead and open your phone and just give me a couple of those names really quick before – I get out of here. And I know it's been a long day for you, just like it has for, been for me. And I want to be respectful of your time. But I also want to make sure there's not somebody out there suffering. I want to make sure there's not another business out there that could use what I do and not go out of business. And John, you would not want your friend Bob to go out of business because you have information that you didn't share with him, do you? No, Corey, I would never want Bob to go out of business. Great. What's Bob's phone number? And what does he do? And you can figure out the rest of it, right? And that's that. That's the last part of it. That's the post-sale. And after that, shut the fuck up and get out. Because guess what? Sales people will talk themselves out of a sale in a heartbeat. 
by sharing too much information after the sale's done. When the customer says, yes, I want to move forward, shut your mouth. You don't need to sell him anymore or her. You don't need, you don't need to continue talking about your product or service. They understand. They said, yes, I want to buy it. Shut up and get out. But time and time again, I see salespeople, because there's an uncomfortable silence, they want to fill it with a bunch of bullshit about their product or service that the customer at this point does not give a shit about. So here's the other thing to that. If you're talking about something that – or you bring something else up, you're overselling the product or service, and you, and you bring up something that neither one of you have talked about. You may botch the sale. I've seen people in the past, uh, they'll close the deal. Let's, well, I'll just take my coaching, right? Well, I'm talk, well, talking to people about their sales team, blah, 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 whatever. And, and if, if I'm the amateur, after they close, after they say yes, I'll continue talking about all the other things that I'm going to do. Now, at the end of the day, if I bring up something that, that person's had a bad experience with, they may second guess. That decision they just made. And, you know, I call this your, you know, it, it's like you, if you've got a, a, a piece of art, you're not going to go paint a bunch of shit on it. Let's say the piece of art costs $25,000. You're not going to go paint a fucking, uh, you know, a snow cone in the piece of art because that's not supposed to be there. So stop painting snow cones in your customers minds i had a snow cone the other day so that's what made me think of snow cones but anyway so look i hope this has been super helpful and i just want to let you guys know that i am about to roll out um a i'm about to roll out my group coaching my sales ceo group coaching program and what does that look like so I'm hashing all that stuff out now, but really what that looks like is you get one-on-one -on -one time with me every single week, and I teach and coach you on how to get better with sales, whatever that looks like, whether it's your sales process, your follow-up, your prospecting, your closing, if it's your language patterns, if it's your body language, it could be any of those things, plus a million other things. So I don't – I you know, I, I don't – I can't think of a better person I would want to learn from, which sounds super egotistical, but look, I would say that I'm very qualified to do this because I've been doing it for quite some time. In fact, 25 years I've been doing sales and I've done everything from door to door to cold calling to, you know, you name it. And so, you know, if I would have had somebody like myself 25 years ago, can you imagine where I would be now? Shit, if I would have had somebody like myself to work with me in a group setting, I would be eons ahead of where I am. And so if this is of interest to you, stay tuned because it's coming, coming real, really, really soon. Well overdue and definitely coming soon. And I'm just super excited about it. So um, so I appreciate you guys for listening. I am the sales CEO. My name is Corey Barrier, and this is the Successful Life Podcast. Thank you for listening. By the way, I do want you to like the podcast. I'd love for you to share it. And if you know somebody that needs to listen to it, give it, share it with them, right? That's how we grow here. So 
You guys have a great day. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.